Our first scripture is going to be in Revelation chapter 20. Huh? <laughs> now we've been hearing a lot about the millennial reign here lately. And uh, I thought I'd... We went over when I was in Revelation, but didn't do it. Oh, well, coming from these guys that are preterists. Well, the uh, teaching of the millennial reign is certainly established in Revelation 20. We know millennial means thousands. Uh, that is in the Latin. You're doing Roman numerals. Uh, if you get all the way up to M, you're at a thousand. If you're at C, you're at a hundred. You got the word century, that's a hundred. The word millennial is a thousand. Now in the Greek, the word for thousand is kilios, and that would be spelled in English letters. C-H-I-L-I-A-S. But look here, Revelation 20, just to get it back in our minds. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. And cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him. That he should deceive the nations no more. Till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that he must be loosed a little season. And I saw thrones and they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. And for the word of God and which had not worshipped the beast. Neither his image, neither had it received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And I'm going to stop right there. Now, there's six references to thousand in seven verses. And they're all in a couplet. It says a thousand, then the next it says the thousand. So the <coughs> definite article points right back to a thousand. 
Which thousand years? The one we just talked about. And that's unmistakable. I'm not a, a grammarian, but I, uh, that, that's unmistakable. And all three times, you've got 8,000 years, and then the thousand years. 8,000 years, and the thousand years. So it couldn't be any plainer. Now, we've got people that claim to be Baptists, and they deny plain scripture. You through history, you've had all kinds of of uh, people come up with idealistic long periods of time. For example, you had Plato. His big work is the Republic. Well, that was a thousand year something big period of time. And you had Augustine, not saint, that's what the Catholics call him, he's not saint. I don't know what you'd call him, but he's not saint. Anyway, his city of God. I haven't read it all, I've read part of it. Uh, that was his dream world. And then you had England. They thought they were in a millennial. They used to say the sun never sets on the British Empire. Well, look where they had colonized Hong Kong. Several others over there too. India. They were all over the world. So they said the sun, the sun never sets on the British Empire. Do you know that uh, Herbert W. Armstrong, his, his outfit's still going, called the... both are dead but I mean they give out all kinds of, of, of booklets and all every place you see a free rack of books you see theirs uh, used to call it the world tomorrow anybody remember hearing that and he would really do well talking about creation as opposed to evolution but that would draw you in, and then here a little, there a little, he'd give you his heresy. But I, you got a lot of heresy. What Armstrongism, what, what it is, it's a, it's a Duke's mixture of Jehovah's False Witness, Mormon, uh, uh, Church of God. I mean, you mix them all up, and that's what he's got. Uh, one of their major doctrines is British 
Israelism. They say the real Jews are Britain in England. That's the lost tribe of Israel. And they try to build that off of the Hebrew words for man. Brit. Ish. Anyway, it has nothing to do with anything, but that's what they build it off of. British Israelism is based on what the Britons used to call the British Empire. It's the empire of God. Thought they'd all, they were in that thousand-year millennial reign. They weren't, but that's what they thought. Anyway, I don't know what, what to think now. Uh, Adolf Hitler is Third Reich. If you've done any study on Hitler, he was building, his Albert Speer was his, was his uh, architect. But now Albert Speer did more than just draw fantastic buildings. He, he designed the final solution. How to get rid of the Jews. He was very much a part of that. Said he wasn't, but he was. Anyway, Hitler instructed him to build buildings that would last a thousand years. Because his third Reich was going to be a thousand year Reich or empire. There were two other Reichs in Germany. The first one began when the Pope, Leo III, I think, crowned Charlemagne on Christmas Day of 800 A.D. And he said, Hail Caesar Augustus, Emperor of the Holy Roman Empire. And that empire, the Holy Roman Empire, now, that is a big part of world history, but not many people ever hear anything about the Holy Roman Empire. For some reason, that's kind of kept under wraps. <coughs> anyway, so the first Reich was the Holy Roman Empire, and it lasted up to, to the... Uh, Kaiser Wilhelm. And there was a second right, but it didn't last a thousand years. It fell way short, but that was the second right. Oh, incidentally. You know, the Kaiser of Germany, you remember the Kaiser before World War One, during World War One, about that time. <clears throat> so well, what about that term Kaiser? That's how you you say Caesar in Latin. <laughs> Kaiser. <laughs> and that's what that word is. But if you don't know all that, you, you see it all comes together. All right. So there was Hitler's reign. Then you had Nietzsche, Frederick Nietzsche. He had his, his uh, paradise society. 
It was going to last a thousand years. And you know what the good things of his society was? Rape, arson, murder, and torture. Those were his cardinal virtues. If you ever hear about Nietzsche, anybody ever hear about Nietzsche? Well, if you ever study philosophy, your kids ever study philosophy, they go out to the uh, schools and study philosophy, they'll hear about all of them, and, but they won't be in the same vein I'm talking about then. It'll be like wise philosophers, but they weren't. Anyway, but anyway, the point is, where did all that idea come from? Satan is a counterfeiter. And that's where all those ideas came from. Uh, anyway, so those that believe in a millennial reign, literal thousand year time of Christ ruling on earth, are called premillennialists. That means we believe that Christ is going to come before the millennial and set up the millennial. Now, if you're a pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, they're all three pre-tribulation, pre-millennialist. I don't agree with the pre-trib, but uh, they're all pre-mill. <clears throat> so that's not a fellowship an issue. The millennial <clears throat> gets to be another question because I believe that's denying plain scripture. What I've just read in your hearing you didn't have one word of that that would be considered figurative. Everything was literal. Look, look here, look here. I saw an angel. That's just as literal as any other reference to an angel. Come down from heaven. That's literal. Having the Key, this is a key, having the definite article, key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. Nothing there is symbolic. Everything in that verse is literal, physical. And he laid hold on the dragon. Now, Dragon is a symbolic name of Satan, but he doesn't just leave it there. Of the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil. Nothing. Now, of course, dragon and serpent are symbolic names for, for Satan, except they explain what he does. And then the devil, Diabolos, that one of his actual names. And he bound him a thousand years. Up to this time, you couldn't say the thousand years. He hadn't given you one yet. Now he gives you a thousand years. And cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years 
should be fulfilled, and after that he must be loosed. A little season. There's nothing symbolic there. It's all literal. Absolutely literal. Well, uh, these folks, you have premillennialists, that's what we are. You have ah millennialists. Ah means no. They don't believe in a millennial at all. Now that's what most of your church of God, those kinds of people are. Many Baptists are there. And then you have post-millennial. They believe that Christ won't even come till after the millennial reign, which is ridiculous. But anyway, uh, there are not many of those around today. But you've got a new slant here. And that is those that are called preterist. Well, the word preterist, it means bygone. Which that ought to tell you what they believe. They believe all of the prophecies of the Old and New Testament that prophesy of the millennial reign are already fulfilled. That's what preterism is. Bygone, it's all bygone. All right? <clears throat> they believe that we are in a millennial right now. And they call it a gospel millennial. Well, you say, well, what about Satan? Oh, well, he's bound. He's chained and bound. They believe that Satan is chained and bound right now as we speak. And here's the thing. <clears throat> they say that all happened in 70 A.D. That's when Titus, the Roman general, came down on Jerusalem. And that was the diaspora, the scattering of the Jews. And uh, tearing down of the temple. The abomination of the temple and all of the taking place of the temple. And they say from that time till now, the only true Jews are spiritual Jews. That wiped out the nation of Israel. Well, a lot of problems with that. <clears throat> if that's when it all ended, they say we've been in a, the millennial reign ever since then. That's 2,000 years. Right off, I mean, that's not 1,000, that's two. They must believe in a 2,000 year millennial of their kind. <clears throat> anyway, let's look at some things here about Satan. Hold your place there. And you know all these scriptures. In Ephesians, what's Paul saying in Ephesians 2? He says that wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world according 
to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So there's all kinds of scriptures. I'm not going to, I've got them all down here, but I'm not going to go to all of them. Anyway, it says in Revelation, look at Revelation 12, 5. She brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. Well, anyway, we begin to hear about things of the millennial. He'll deceive the nations no more. He's a deceiver. Satan is a deceiver. Uh, so, we believe in the literal scriptural teaching of the thousand-year millennial reign of Christ. Uh, he is the tempter, the deceiver, the seducer of this world. <clears throat> I don't believe that we see a, a withdrawing of Satan in our world today. Do you know the Satan, Satan worship is on the increase? It has been for some time now. We don't see anything about Satan diminishing. Oh, you may have people, I don't believe the Bible, I don't believe that. But yet they, they allow satanic, satanic religion to be taught in schools. But they don't allow the Bible to be taught in schools. So, no... Satan is not changing back. Now he will be. And he'll deceive the nations no more. Uh, verse 3 of chapter 20 of Revelation. Shut him up and set a seal on him that he should deceive the nations no more until the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that he must be loosed for a little season. All right, so Satan... Is alive. Who was wrote a book said Satan is alive and well on planet Earth? Somebody wrote that back years ago, and that is that is true. Now all of these scriptures that I've got listed here on this list, we ain't going to have time to turn to all of them, but they all have something to say about it. Has to be about a, a millennial reign. Look at look at Psalm two real quick. I thought you might want to have all these written down. You can refer to them. Psalm 2, verse 6. Yet if I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion, I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth. For thy possession thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. You remember about the rod of iron? 
believe that's Revelation 19, isn't it? Look back at Revelation 19. Verse 15, out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fiercest and wrath of Almighty God. He hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. So, when's he going to rule with the rod of iron? He certainly is not now. And these preterists and amillennialists, they try to make that rod of iron a shepherd's staff. But it is rod of iron. That's what it says, and it says it repeatedly in the Old and the New Testament. So, there will be, in the millennial reign, worldwide peace. It won't be Joe Biden that brings it, or anybody, anybody like him. It won't be any human being that brings it. It'll be the Prince of Peace, not the fake Prince of Peace, but the real Prince of Peace. And he'll bring the peace. Uh, there'll be righteousness, peace. There'll be a highway of holiness. I'm not going to have time to go to all these scriptures. There's going to be peace, there's going to be joy, there's going to be a holiness, glory, comfort, justice. Uh, yeah, I got that down, Isaiah 9, 7. The curse will be removed. Look at Isaiah 11. Isaiah 11. There shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. <clears throat> Bright shall grow out of his roots, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity. For the meek of the earth, and he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, that's baby goat, and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. And the cow and the bear shall feed, and their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox, and the sucking child shall play on the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the cockatrice's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. 
Uh, and in that day there shall be a root of Jesse which shall stand for an ensign of the people to it shall the Gentiles seek and his rest shall be glorious. Now has that happened since Christ came in the first century? Not at all. Not even close. But it will happen when he sets up his thousand year millennial reign. Uh, well, why are you in Isaiah? Look at Isaiah 33. I think, yeah, 33. Yeah. Uh, verse 21. There's a lot more we can read. I'm just trying to get the... But there the glorious Lord will be unto us a place of broad rivers and streams, wherein shall, shall go no galley with oars, Neither shall gallant ship pass thereby. For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. He will save us. Thy tacklings are loose. They could not well strengthen their mass. They could not spread the sail. Then as the prey of a great spoil divided, the lame take the prey. And the inhabitants shall not say, I'm sick. The people that dwell therein shall be forgiven their iniquity. When's that going to be? When has that been? It hasn't been. Uh, Isaiah 29. Seventeen. Is it not yet a very little while, and Lebanon shall be turned into a fruitful field? The fruitful field shall be esteemed as a forest. And in that day shall the deaf hear the words of the book. I know you ought to be thrilled with that for me. And the eyes of the blind shall see out of obscurity. And out of darkness the meek also shall increase their joy in the Lord. And the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. When's that going to be done? It's not just flapping your jaws there. These are real words. Look at chapter 35. The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them. The desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it. The excellency of Carmel and Sharon, they shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Strengthen ye the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. Paul quotes that in Hebrews. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, Be strong, fear not, behold your God will come with vengeance. Even God with the recompense, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as an heart, and the tongue of the dumb, dumb sing, 
For in the wilderness shall waters break out, and streams in the desert, and the parched ground shall become a pool, and the uh, thirsty land springs of water, in the habitation of dragons, where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes, and an highway shall be there. And the way it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those, the wayfaring men, though fools shall not err therein. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Sound like a glorious time, doesn't it? I'll tell you. Wouldn't, you. wouldn't it be a shame for me to say, that's not going to happen. That'd be heresy, wouldn't it? My, my, my. Uh, life will be extended. Uh, there won't be any unemployment. Everybody speaks the same language. So we've got, I don't have any references here, but there's more than this. This is not an exhaustive list. There are more than this. Uh, let's go to Matthew 19 real quick. I've got enough time for that. Verse 28. And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Has that happened yet? But it will happen. The regeneration. That's the, that's the huge remodeling job that's coming up. Well, look what he's going to do. In Revelation 6, the first seal, or the... The sixth seal. Great earthquakes. The stars fall from heaven. What's all that going to do? All those earthquakes in diverse places and all of that, all of that invasion from outer space. But it ain't going to be no little green-eyed men. It's going to be with God's creation attacking. Uh, and didn't he say something about every mountain? I believe he did. Brought down. 
all. The deserts are going to produce food. Climate change. But what's happening to the earth? He is going to remodel it and bring it into to proper condition to last a thousand years and people won't be dying. You won't, there won't be many undertakers in, in business because people will be living the best part of a thousand years if not for the whole thousand. It happened once before, didn't it? Methuselah lived 969. That tore, tore up a $1,000 bill, didn't it? Give them a $1,000 bill and they give you back $31. That ain't much, is it? That's right at a 1,000 years. A lot of them lived that long. Probably most of them did. And... The curse, the animal curse. I mean, you lo you love animals. I love some of them. Most of them, I want them out there, way away from me. I don't want them where I am. But animals will kill you. They're not conducive to. Especially wild, but even domestic. I mean, they turn around, a, a domestic elephant can, can turn around, step on you, squash you, kill you. I mean, so animals are not really bosom buddies with human beings. But in that day, that child, suckling child, that means he's of the age still on the breast. He playing with the Poisonous snake. Bears and lambs and lions. Oxen. Didn't it say that the lions are going to be eating grass like an oxen? Oh, the liberals say, oh, uh, animals always ate meat. No, they didn't. They started off eating herbs they didn't eat meat until God permitted it much later on after the flood man could but not until then we were all herbivores now we are omnivores eat anything but all of that's going to be reversed in that millennial kingdom I don't know about you Heaven is my hope. Amen. But I also hope in the millennial reign. Because he's promised it to us. And we want to see the Lord sit on his throne. And live in this world under his direct control. Amen. What a wonderful time. Well, it'll be a wonderful time for everybody. But now everybody's not going to be saved. Lost people are not going to, to uh, willingly abide by the Lord's commands. That's why he's got a rod of iron.
They will, but it will be reluctantly. But as we see in the book of the Revelation, we saw it in Roman, Revelation 9, and we'll also see it after the millennial reign, right in that Revelation 20th chapter. When this world, they say, everybody said we want, a, we want perfect government. All the politicians. And I, if I am elected, I will restore perfect government. They all say that. They lie. Even if they meant well, they couldn't do it anyhow. But for once, we'll have perfect government. But then, at the end of that time, Satan will be loosed. He, he'll be loosed wide open. And he will begin to deceive the nations and he will go about and recruit his gigantic army. How in the world could you join an army in revolution against the Lord Jesus Christ after a thousand years of perfect government? That just shows you the depth of depravity. And unless the Lord does a work of grace in them, they'll never come to him. Yes, we believe in the thousand year millennial reign. It is absolutely literal. It is absolutely physical. Uh, we're not preterists. Don't want anything to do with that. Because that has to that has to absolutely deny the very scriptures that we love. That's all stand.